0: On this, on this episode of japan, japan. 2.0 my, my trip actually starts you off in kyoto um because i think you get a lot of those stereotypes and preconceived ideas of japan kind of out of the way kyoto is the japan that i kind of thought before i started doing research you know what well, you how imagine in right? a lot of ways that doesn't exist in most of japan um but i would like when i would come i wouldn't want to be like underwhelmed and i'd want to see that stuff places let me yeah there's a place that's better
1: but fascination can't go on forever so real like a faded meeting with a brand new shape from beginning 222.0 oh. hello and welcome to japan 2.0 uh we are your enthusiastic hosts <laughs> now we are we just lost the podcast yeah sad. yeah we just had a technical um, difficulty yeah so hopefully uh Hopefully that that podcast magically shows up. But if not, you a um, emo, you're gonna get this emo Japan too, <laughs> You're gonna get us in a bad mood today. It's no, okay. no, no. We're not in a bad mood at all. Um, we're having a good time, mm-hmm. sharing drinks.
0: I'm having good. a very uh, authentically Japanese Corona. Yeah,
1: hanging out in Kobe, <laughs> which I don't often get to hang out in in That's this right. neighborhood. So yeah, so it's nice to be back. And um, yeah, today. We're uh, covering a listener topic, actually. Somebody that was listening to our podcast reached out to us and asked us this question. You know, and we, you know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, your name is kind of like a hacker user, <laughs> like, you know, a lot of letters and numbers. Yeah, hacker, so.
0: hacker fan. Yeah,
1: one. Uh, uh, but, yeah was but, the question he asked. Yeah, the question was, um, what should I do if I spend 14 days in Japan? That's right. <laughs> and um, if you have a trip, if you're planning a trip and you have two weeks what's,
0: off, yeah, what's the Japan 2.0 version of uh, 14 days in yeah, our favorite country?
1: Where should you go? Where should, hmm. should you stay? Um, so that's the question. That's kind of a lot those of, kind of things.
0: When we started this podcast, we didn't really know who our audience was. Was it people living in Japan or people you know from abroad? I think we see a divide of that, but I think we're starting to see as the show's picking up steam a little bit, it's more people who live outside of Japan. You know,
1: yeah, listen, I think tourism, you know, is it's booming right now, and um, a lot of people want to come out and they want to know, you know, I mean, it's like when you and I came out, there wasn't as much information available, and
0: I think now it's a little easier to come across yeah. some of the good good advice. But and I still could be one daunting. reason we didn't do this episode was I think there's a lot of people doing that, you know, but. I don't know, maybe you are looking for something beyond tourism, touristy things, you know? Yeah,
1: or maybe you respect, like, our, our <laughs> tastes, and, you know, since uh, the Japan 2.0, uh, you know, we have kind of unique tastes and unique um, yeah. uh, things that we, we find interesting, and, and maybe you, if you're a listener and you agree with us and, and you like a lot of the things we
0: talk about, then you'd want to hang out in these places that we're going to recommend. This is probably be a concise version of things that we've said before, so I'd say if you want like a really deep version of this, we do a series where it's like top five spots in Osaka, Kyoto... Have we done Tokyo one of those? We haven't done top five in Tokyo, We've but done a lot of Tokyo episodes, yeah. which pretty much do that in a longer form. So, you can just choose by, by city, but I guess this will tell you exactly what cities to go to and how long to spend there, you know? Yeah, this is more about the traveling and, and why you would want to go to these places, you know? Mm. Just our
1: general opinions, you know? So, I mean, take everything with a grain of salt. You might, um, I think you and I, we, we like nature, but we don't venture
0: too far out of the cities, right? I can appreciate nature, but it's not my like, number one driving force. Yeah, for me it's like it's on the side. Like I'll throw some in to get breaks from city things. Yeah, but it's so, not the number one thing I travel for. So, take that into consideration. Yeah. So you know, know, nature. Maybe this isn't the guide for you. you know? <laughs> yeah. Or you, you could probably pick up some things and maybe extend those longer than the other things we're going to talk about. Yeah, I'm just saying that we're city guys, so mm-hmm. you
1: know our opinion is going to be a little more city skewed. But you know we'll also have some you know some variety. 14 days isn't a long time in all actuality. And I think Japan is kind of a unique place. What was the longest
0: trip you ever took to
1: Japan? About 14 days. Really? Um, Yeah, yeah. I think
0: I had like six days or something, five or six.
1: I did a two-week vacation when I uh, worked in Korea. I was just
0: thinking, how do people get that much time off and that much money to travel in Japan? Well, it was working at a middle school. (laughs) (laughs) for that, you know, that's how I did it. But, you um, did two weeks here when you. I did in two Korea? weeks. Yeah, yeah, I did right. two weeks. Man.
1: So yeah, I mean, this is something I've lived before, I and would actually, say you, my you could my do trip. You Japan
0: in ten. Like, if, if you if you don't have two weeks, I wouldn't stress out about it. I think I think you can get away at ten. Yeah, ten to fourteen is what I would recommend someone like to do.
1: Yeah, and I think as we go into it, we'll explain why, mm. but. Because the topic's 14 days, we're going to pretend that Yay. that's what, what we're planning for, and yeah. um, and I, there's one big reason, and it's the first thing that I think for, if you're doing 14 days, that you should do 14 I days. Know it, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Say and, it. And, Same. Uh, and, yeah, Same I mean uh, and this is the first one, and if you don't know about this, you got to research it because... You got to go back to start with your Japan address. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> because um, it's the Japan Rail Pass. Yeah, everyone which, talks about it.
0: And it it's is for, for, good, for good for reason.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the most amazing deal that you could possibly get. Um, it's done by Japan Railways (JR), the government. Yeah, yeah, and um, it's to promote tourism. And basically, it's a uh, it's a, a pass that you five hundred dollars for fourteen days. You could get the half. Did pass you look too. it up?
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. I paid three fifty, but I must have done it for seven.
1: Yeah, seven days is half the half that yeah, price, yeah. you know. And um, actually, it seemed pretty cheap. Like when I I was looking at it,
0: I was like, man, I I could have swore I spent more than. than five hundred sounds like a ton. Like I, I mean, I've been to Europe and stuff before, you know. I'm trying to, think I spent five hundred dollars on the train there. But the number one thing to justify it is like two city, two areas we're gonna tell you to go to on here would cost that almost in whole just to do two cities, link up two cities together, round trips. You go to the west side of Japan, where we are, you know, Kansai to Tokyo, it's $300. Yeah. So that's like half of it paid for right and, there. And
1: when you have this pass, you could use the train un, unlimited. unlimited. Yeah. It's unlimited rail, rail riding. And um, the and best thing is the Shinkansen, mm-hmm. which, I mean, one trip
0: on the Shinkansen is, is 250 bucks. You know, yeah. like... You don't one, get the fastest Shinkansen, though. But honestly, on that trip, I just told you about... I think it's like 20 minutes difference. It's not a big deal. Yeah, it's totally worth it. I know it sounds like a big chunk
1: of money, but... Yeah. Um, if you're gonna move all over Japan, like move out of one area, you gotta do it. Yeah, know, and even in Tokyo, it's useful because you can get on any JR lines and most of the... I mean, there are private lines in Tokyo that will take you to kind of like out of the town and to Yokohama and stuff like that, but... Even, and even JR lines will take you to, to Yokohama okay. and outside of the city. So, um,
0: yeah, yeah I for that talk reason alone, it. I it's think totally everyone knows about of, it yeah. for the most part. All right, so let's start. Where would your trip start? Like, where's the start? Well, I would say go to Tokyo. Yeah.
1: You know, I would say, like, hit up Narita Airport, you know, get into Tokyo uh, and do seven days there. That would be oh, That man. would be what...
0: My, my recommendation. we are so, so similar but so different at the same time. I also have seven days half the trip in Tokyo but I think you gotta end in Tokyo. For me, it's just such a... I think you'll appreciate some smaller areas that you go to um, because just Tokyo does everything so well that I think if you go there first, some things could be a letdown after that. Mm. P- personally, it's not... But anyway, go go into Tokyo.
1: I yeah, I think... Um, I, the reason why I go to Tokyo first is because it's dangerous. You could spend a lot of money in a short, very short period of time. <laughs> you know, Akihabara is amazing for nerd culture. Mm. Um, you, you know, you have video games and toys and and all that stuff. And you have um, other neighborhoods w- with good good food like Nakamaguro. Nakamaguro, yeah. and Ebis. Because, uh, uh, yeah, and we're at Harajuku for all fashion and yeah.
0: like Harajuku is just a, k- a great place for food as well. So that's another reason I put it at the end. It's because I think like you'll do the bulk of your shopping and stuff there, so you don't want to like carry that all around Japan mm-hmm. with you afterward. Yeah, I like this thought. <laughs> I like this thought, but um,
1: <laughs> I don't know. I just, if you're going to go, the one of the reasons why I would say go to Tokyo first mm-hmm. is because it would be very easy to spend all 14 days in Tokyo. Yeah. You could do 14 days in Tokyo very easily and appreciate, appreciate, you know, everything. And you still haven't seen the whole city, there's
0: still more to do, there's yeah. still more to find. Um, there's seven, so, like, neighborhoods, I like like five to seven neighborhoods out there a lot and they all have their own distinct feel, you can spend a whole day in all those neighborhoods, Yeah, you know? I would say by the end of your seven days in Tokyo, if you
1: like it there, then just stay. Yeah, and if you okay, have the JR you, Rail you, Pass, yeah. you're still
0: using the JR Rail Pass. You're not wasting your money. If you booked accommodation, though, that would be hard. But for the Shinkansen, you can actually just change it whenever you want. It's super easy and very uh, customizable. The Shinkansen is, at least. But, um, yeah, hot hotels and stuff wouldn't be that way, right?
1: Right. It would be more difficult to find that stuff. But, I mean, if you really wanted to
0: make it happen, you could do it. Mm. And um, Finding a hotel, a place to stay in Japan, is actually really hard. I always say, like, that'd be a really good industry to be in because if you try to book a good place, like, a month in advance here, you're getting slim pickings. Even for me, like, I go to Kyoto pretty often and get a hotel. You got to do it, like, three months in advance. Yeah, it's true. It's it's hard to find a place.
1: But well, there are places like the Dormy Inn or you can find um, hostels, you know, that we found a really nice hostel, um, what was it, in the Owl? Kyoto? in No, in, in Tokyo, the last time we went. Go back to our bus, our bus ride,
0: bus ride episode. Um, the Airbnb know. is pretty much dead. I mean, it exists out here, but they've cracked down on it, so the selection's gone down a lot. In short, uh, people who do Airbnb have to own the whole building. Yeah. So if you're just like renting out of somewhere, you, you can't do it, which is pretty much everyone.
1: So now Airbnb is like Airbnb packed, is right. So like nobody, nobody.
0: So can... great before because it really gave you in Japan. There's like districts, right? You get the business district, and that's where most hotels are. So, like, to kind of walk to the cool hoods and the cool parts of the hoods, you're going to be walking, like, 15, 20 minutes from those areas, you know? Where before, you could just stay, like, right in, like, the coolest neighborhoods everyone wants to be for yeah. a decent
1: price. I know um, all of us have pitched together to get a place in Daikanyama, which... Ebis. In Ebis, yeah. yeah. And and that whole neighborhood was so good. And I mean, it was like the perfect spot to stay. But, you know, that's kind of the bygone days.
0: Yeah, I will say, like, I'm thinking of going there in March or April. I can't remember which one. And uh, I was looking it up. And they definitely exist. They're definitely out there. But it's just, yeah, it's like maybe 15% of what it used to be. So check Airbnb first. You know, I would recommend it. But if not, uh, hostels are kind of cooler now. I know... I'm 35 and i often think I'm done with hostels, but Japan kind of does them right. They're super safe and clean. You can get private rooms, Matt and I had a private room, so yeah, you know, hostels, consider those too. Well, yeah, yeah. The, the, those are good places, and um, if you
1: do your research, you can find places with private rooms and, mm-hmm. and all sorts of, like, in good neighborhoods, like, you know, you won't be, like, too far out of the city, which
0: yeah. which is nice. So you want to know more about Tokyo? Check out our Tokyo episodes. We go over in a super detail about why Tokyo is great, easily my favorite place in the world. Um, yeah, seven days, perfect amount there. Yeah, I, I would say before we leave Tokyo, what do you think Tokyo is best at? Like, I mean, I'd say, what- uh, it's what Japan's best at. <laughs> For me, it's like consumerism, like eating and shopping. I would say those two things. Uh, Tokyo is, you know, a fairly international city, so. They do like French and Italian food really, really well. Of course, you're going to want to come out here and eat Japanese food, right? Uh, so you shouldn't be eating those things like, like we do because we live here. But yeah, the, the food is just insane. For me, you know, I like clothes and uh, I think it's the best city for male, male shopping in the world. A lot of other cities I find are centered towards girls, females, uh, but for guys it's like awesome. Vintage clothing is really amazing, record shopping is amazing. Um, just weird knickknacks you never knew you needed in your life you know village Vanguard and stuff like that uh, just Tokyo's just it's insane the amount of just tall buildings filled with like brand new clean crazy shops it's almost like bad I, I think or dangerouser but um, I think that's what Tokyo's best at doing all that while staying very organized and clean and safe you know yeah I would also um, add to that
1: I agree with you hundred percent. But I also would add, like, the nightlife is pretty good there, too. So if you do want to see, like, live music, or do you want to go um, to a record bar? bar Eccentric
0: bars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they do it better than other places in Japan.
1: And you'll find unique people there, and and artistic people, Mm -hmm. and and sometimes celebrities in some cases. Yeah. uh, Yeah, so it's really... Um, the nightlife's really great there, too, so.
0: I would say having multiple art districts, too. For me, uh, a lot of big cities in the world have one or two kind of, like, underground indie neighborhoods, you know? Um, Tokyo's got, like, five of those, six of those. San Francisco's the only other city I know like that. Maybe London's kind of like that. I think Tokyo has the most out of anywhere. So, yeah, if you kind of like the kind of eclectic artsy neighborhoods, they have a lot more than just one or two of those.
1: jump on the Shinkansen yeah.
0: and head down to Kansai. Good thing you um, skipped Nagoya cause I was <laughs> going to say anyone who goes to Nagoya is crazy. My least favorite city <laughs> in Nagoya <Japan. laughs> is alright. Like I, I have, um, I, I
1: went recently and I thought I had a good time but it is very, um, I don't know. It was it wasn't as unique okay. as Tokyo and Kansai. I'm right. just trying to be diplomatic yeah, to all of yeah, our Nagoya yeah. friends out there. I had a good time in Nagoya. Don't
0: don't send <laughs> hate me, hate mail my way. is just my way. Yeah. Um, where are you going in Kansai? Where particularly? Where are you gonna set up shop? Well, I would recommend. This is a bonus. This mm. is
1: like maybe in between. If you're taking the Shinkansen down, I would I would say it wouldn't hurt to stop in Shizuoka. Mm. to see Mount Fuji. That's the second stop from Tokyo. Yeah, and um, what is it, like an hour and a half from, oh, or something sh- like that hour? 40 minutes. Or 40 minutes, okay. Mi- it's, 50, not, yeah. it's not long out of Tokyo, and um, if you really want to see Mount Fuji, or a good view of Mount Fuji,
0: that's a good place to stop. You can find a place to stay. Sit and, on um, the right side of the Shinkansen, on the right mm-hmm. seats, if you want to see it out your window. Yeah. But yeah, if you want to get off Shizuoka. Yeah, but Shizuoka's a nice place. It's very quiet and it's kind of on a hill famous so.
1: for green tea
0: as well if you like green tea
1: right and gundam plastic gundam models <laughs> right, right? they too. the factories are over there and they used to have a giant gundam statue which has actually moved oh no way.
0: yeah i don't believe it's
1: there uh, anymore
0: our two best japanese friends are from like the suburbs there so the people are cool too yeah that, that's a good like japan's you point on underground city that no one talks about i've yeah. never i've never been
1: i haven't spent much time there. there i spent a day um but i had a great time um it was very much sleepy you know yeah. a sleepy time where I was walking around I was going to cafes I was just like mm. hiking in the parks and stuff like that yeah but um, it's a it's a nice way to get, if you're in Tokyo and you find that overwhelming and stuff and you want a break from that um, it's a good place to take a break mm. and it's just a day trip you know less than a day trip out of, outside of Tokyo if, especially if you have the rail pass yeah. so I would recommend if you have the rail pass to stop there for an afternoon, see Mount Fuji because it's mm. in all of its glory because it is pretty impressive. Okay, so then you go past there. and Where do you go? Well, you come into Osaka. Osaka, yeah. Osaka is going to be the first place. And um, So
0: why Osaka? Some people, I've talked to people in Tokyo, and I ask, like, hey, have you been to Osaka before? You know, I'm from Kanzai. What do you think about it? And the ones that are, like, blunt that I know well, they're kind of like, hmm, I kind of just felt like, like i went to shinsaibashi and it's just like a smaller less good version of shibuya (laughs) 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 or i went to Umeda and it feels like shinjuku but not as much choice (laughs) so what do you say back to that if if you've been in tokyo for seven days why go to osaka
1: i would say osaka has like a little more um it kind of has an underdog feel because Mm -hmm. it is like really there are other cities that are bigger than osaka you know it's compared to Tokyo like it's I think fourth the biggest city or something yeah, but, but that's a little bit wrote cheating wrote us and
0: corrected us on our population number and I can't remember we said it before and we said it wrong actually I think it's higher up than, than we put it it was like four three or four I can't remember I, I thought it was further down the line but yeah a lot of people think it's number two and it's not but it might as well be, yeah. right? Because culturally, it has like that—that that second strongest culture. I yeah,
1: yeah. People are very um, a little more friendly. I'd, I'd say a little more scrappy. You know, uh, we kind of talked about salt, this. The salt of the earth is how I would describe Osaka. Yeah, that would be a good way to describe it. it has um, a soul, big soul. Yeah, the people. Um, the people enjoy like. Having a good laugh and stuff mm-hmm. And you're more likely to have like a, a night at a bar Or something where people like Kind of join in with you
0: and... I mean both cities have both these things But sure. to kind of sum it up Do you prefer a dive bar? You oh Osaka, definitely Do you prefer going to like a snazzy kind of hit club Where everyone's like fashionable That's Tokyo Don't get me wrong Tokyo has awesome dive bars Awesome grunge bars Osaka has really nice places too But
1: in general
0: You know that, that's like the divide right? Yeah And um
1: Osaka is known for food and it's true like the street food and stuff is really good If you like takoyaki or okonomiyaki, (laughs) it's kind of this is kind of gonna make it or break it for you If you like greasy like fried fried food, you know straight from like the grill on your plate and stuff It's a great place to come and uh, everyone knows Dotonbori, which yeah. is like the big river canal that goes down the middle of as Osaka. As much as I like
0: despise that place now living here, it is so cool the first couple of times I went there. So yeah. you got to so cool go. Place. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, even you and I, we don't hang out in the Dotambori section. We hang na- out in the, the Nambos na- section. The na-
0: neighboring. District, but yeah. You and
1: I have recorded a bunch of podcasts down there, you know, on the steps over, uh, over the canal. And it's just, it's a great place to visit. Mm. Um, and it has like a... I mean, it has that hustle and bustle of a big city, but it also feels a little more, a little more local in some ways.
0: Yeah, check our show notes for this episode. We they're always kind of messed up, as I'm sure you've noticed. But there's a link to our blog in them, and that's where they look nice. And I've figured out how to like link back to other episodes, so this one will be a lot of work. But I'll put in like our Shinzaibashi episode, top five things on Osaka, because yeah. we go into kind of why we like Osaka. We have an uh, an episode on Osaka versus Tokyo. Yeah, and that
1: in that episode we go into this in a lot more detail. But so, how many days would you stay in Osaka? I would say if you spent a lot of time in Tokyo, you probably only need like two
0: or three days in Osaka. I would say one one night in Osaka. For my, say for, one for night? my trip. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say there's a lot to see if if I think there's two major areas in Osaka I think you do one day in Umeda and you do one day in Shinsaibashi Namba Okay, I mean I, I can't disagree with that You well, can go over to
1: Tenma and see the <laughs> that's Osaka like, Castle Which that's is like, a pretty nice uh, neighborhood Tenma is like Osa- Umeda though, right? I mean it's like a 20 minute walk from there. Yeah, It's kind of like a, it's still it's a big walk you, You'd have to take a train but, um, I walk
0: it, but I'm crazy but, yeah.
1: yeah, it's a long walk But it's not so bad if you're used
0: to walking But I think most people, you know that Would, would consider I that think, a like, longer walk Yeah, Areas I would just highlight that we don't really talk about on our show It's not the best areas, but areas that don't really compete with Tokyo Because they would probably lose What's like the most Osaka, Osaka place? Like Shinsukai, for me The further south oh, yeah, yeah. the further south you go is it like It's kind of a, uh, what's the word for it, um Something's really really flashy gaudy Shinsekai is kind of gaudy it's got weird stuff it's where you see the grandmas with purple hair the most and uh this flash old like 70s like flashy lights and um all the greasy food and fried food. I would say stuff. if you don't yeah we just want more big city and you come from Tokyo go down to the uh, Shinsekai uh, Tinoji those areas that's Matt's stomping grounds. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's so, like the real heart of Osaka. The rest of Osaka is doing stuff that Tokyo's kind of doing, but that's that's the most unique side. It's a little grim, grimier, or a little dirtier. But if you're well, from Western culture, you won't think it is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the risk- old
1: work. black market. So yeah. I mean, a lot of the old timers and stuff still hang out there. It's a, it is a little more. Um, run down and and it's
0: older yeah
1: yeah but man you could get some have some good times you know that's uh, some of the best, best bars food. and food and
0: rock, rock clubs and stuff are down there and
1: um good you know good people like people will come up to you and kind of like it's a great place where
0: people let their guard down you know whenever i go there i'm almost like man why don't i come here more often like this, yeah this is osaka yeah. <laughs> i gotta like live real osaka were you th- there that street, night? street life you know were you there?
1: I, I'm pretty sure it, you were there. It was Tom. Yeah, you were there, and it was you, Tom, and I. And we and we went to this like disco place. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it was like a weird situation, but it was one of those things where this is Osaka, you know. Yeah, this is, like, yeah, yeah. That was the shinsu, people of Osaka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: that's the that's Shinsakai, Yeah. So yeah, go there. Uh, so whether you, you choose, you know, you you have your favorite uh, Japan 2.0, you do one night, two days, or you do two or three. Next place is Kyoto, right? Of course, yeah, Kyoto, all the way. You don't come to Kobe where we're recording right now. It's okay, it's a good place place to live, but not a good place to visit. I have a place, I have an underdog pick in Hyogo, actually. I'll have to say after this, but yeah, Kyoto for me is my number two. I feel so lame, to be honest, like I love Japan, I consider myself like, I like the underground in Japan, my two favorite places in Japan are are Tokyo and Kyoto, where everyone's gonna go, who's not listening to this podcast anyway, it's just like the two places you go, but I think they're justified, like I I think they're so great. My my trip actually starts you off in Kyoto, um, because I think you get a lot of those stereotypes and preconceived ideas of Japan kind of out of the way. Kyoto is the Japan that I kind of thought before I started doing research, you know? Well, know, you imagine? In a right? lot of ways that doesn't exist in most of Japan. Um, but I would like, when I would come, I wouldn't want to be like underwhelmed. And I'd want to see that stuff, you know? And knowing that I have like the big city of Glamour, rit- I think when you go to Tokyo, it doesn't disappoint. But I think if you come to some cities in Japan, maybe Kobe or Osaka, or even... You know, you'd be like, hey, like I kind of thought it'd be more traditional, and I see more Japanese writing. I thought I see people wearing kimonos and stuff. You know, um, you don't see as much of that anywhere else but Kyoto. So I would say go to Kyoto and get all that out of the way, kind of some of the more cliche Japanese things, and then it's like, yeah, you, you go
1: off and do the cities after
0: that. How long would you spend in Kyoto?
1: I mean. You could either spend all seven days, or you could spend, like, two or three days, you know? So I that's mean, the rest I, of your me, trip? It would be the rest of my trip. Oh, it would man, be good. either... It would be in Kansai. Okay. I would say like... You, because you can't really do everything in two or three days, it's, you know? It's I really mean, really different. Than, yeah, yeah. I, personally, I think that um, you get a good feeling of Kansai if you spend a couple of days, mm. you know, in Kyoto, a couple of days in Osaka. Mm. And... Um, I don't know. You could go to Kobe or you could go to like, you know, Wakayama or yeah. something like that. And you'd experience some of the same things, but not on the deeper scale that you would in, in Osaka and in Kyoto. Mm. And I think that like, I agree with you. The traditional stuff is worth seeing, And actually, I think Kyoto is one of the places where nature is like the best. Yeah. And I've been on some of the best like walks and hikes that... It, ever through bamboo forests with like you know the the um buddhist like temples and stuff in the background and it's just incredible you know you go in the fall and there's red leaves or if you go in the spring there's sakura cherry blossoms you really can't beat kyoto for like the picturesque you know those picturesque like scenes and
0: yeah Uh, Kyoto is the prefecture name and the city name, like Osaka. But Kyoto Prefecture is really famous for uh, hikes and nature and stuff. If you go north of the city, there's a lot of really cool little small onsens up there and stuff. And I've gone hiking up there. So, yeah, you can get a little more nature outside of Kyoto City as well pretty easily. You know, you can hop on the trains and go about an hour north, hour and a half north. And you can hit a lot of nature. But, yeah, the city has a lot of parks and the shrines. I always talk about how shrines are like, our parks here, you know. Um... I will say that, like, some other cities do have really good shrines and stuff. I'm always, like, I joke around a lot. I'm like, why do I need to go to Kyoto to see shrines? Like, Kobe, we have awesome ones. Or near you in Sumiyoshi, you have a cool one in Osaka, you know? Um... I think Kyoto is a city. Like, the thing people don't talk about is, like, the city of Kyoto. Again, going back to just being consumer and eating and drinking and shopping. It's really, really good. Um, a lot of unique stuff there that you don't get in other cities. Just kind of one-off shops, you know? Yeah. And uh, so many, like, shopping arcades, which are kind of, like, romantic for me in Kyoto. The thing about Kyoto is I think you have to have, like, a little more of a game plan.
1: Like, I think it it, it pays to do your research whereas in Osaka you could just wander into to weird things and find things yeah. you know because the city is a lot more condensed
0: the first thing that for for that research that took me like two trips to realize is don't hang around Kyoto station yeah that's okay Kyoto station is, but that's not the real Kyoto no. you so need I, to go to G- Gion yeah so I went to Kyoto station typically in Japan you go to the city station name and it's like a happening place right you go to Osaka station it's booming uh, you know, Kobe Station uh, is, is a happening place. Uh, Tokyo Station is a happening place. Kyoto Station has stuff going on there, but it has no soul. It's just generic big city Japan stuff. Uh, like Shijo, Sanjo, those are the cool station areas. Yeah. So, anyway, that's, that's that's where you gotta go. So you gotta do that kind of research. Sure. I agree, a hundred percent. Yeah. I would say that um, when you
1: go to Kyoto, you know, it's your time to do the. It is the time to do the temples. Do to
0: touristy things yeah, in
1: Kyoto yeah, because it's good. It, it, you can't go wrong all the temples are cool you'll see things that are really unique mm. um, you know I've been up to a temple once and they gave gave me this little rice paper where I wrote my name you know like a wish like uh. a year the wi- wish for the year
0: yeah
1: well, and you put it in a bucket and then you see it disappear it's really mm. like beautiful right um, yeah that scenic you know
0: stuff to look at and there's great some places to take pictures there's things that I've still not done I've never seen the golden temple oh. ever I don't know if I've ever been. Which gold oh, yeah, temple? The yeah. one with the one where temple. you're above? I haven't been, so I don't know, but it's just, it's literally a temple that's plated in gold. No, like Everybody's seen it. So you that haven't done it, that yeah, yet. That's why we're friends. No, uh cool. Thousand Dory, Thousand Gates are awesome. Definitely Yeah, the Matt, Thousand Gates are so great. Make your own path yeah. there. Don't just walk under the gates, go off into the side path, and you'll know, find cool things. Uh, Matt talked about it before. Yeah, um, some of the best hikes this, I've ever done I'm Been gonna embarrass myself here but there's one that's like the water temple oh yeah Ki- yeah Kimizu Kimo- Kimizu something sorry I-, I definitely should know this uh, With the
1: ancient walk- uh the ancient aqueduct right like the, the the little channel
0: for the water yeah look up Kimizu and that one's that one's worth the hype it's really really good yeah it's really cool. Uh, Bamboo Forest is good. It's not really that crowded when I go. Um, so I'd say check that out. And the main reason I tell you to go over there, you gotta get on a train to head over there, um, is to go see the thing that no one talks about. Here's the Japan 2.0 cut it's the Monkey Forest, Monkey Mountain. It's right near oh. there. It's a short little jaunt hike, you know, anyone can do it. And uh, you get to the top and there's just monkeys everywhere. And you're, you're the one that's like in the cage. At one point, you go in a house and the monkeys are all like poking their fingers in at you and yeah you're just in their territory it's not a zoo if you're anti-zoo you'll still love this place because you're legit just on a mountain with a bunch of monkeys yeah
1: and they're free and they don't have to stay in the neighborhood but they do yeah
0: because people feed them i guess yeah. that's the reason why
1: and uh, i went during the summer and i saw them dive bombing off yes, the rocks yes. into the water it was they'll hilarious. jump off a little
0: roof into the water and often oh they're yeah. so i've seen them they have fires up there in the wintertime and the monkeys gather around the fire you know it's just like so cool Um, It's a little little scary if you're timid about those kind of things Because there there are no fences or anything Yeah, the monkeys are in the wild If they
1: really want to come up to you, they're coming up to to you, you know
0: There's like uh, some riverboat tours up there that people like And some really like old school romantic slow trains and stuff um, so yeah, yeah, that whole yeah. area near the monkey park is great. Tuscan it's near too. the bamboo it's,
1: forest, yeah. and then um, it's also by like all these mountains. That, that
0: little city is amazing. Gets really crowded actually, but uh, for have been the bamboo forest the two times I've been, I was shocked it wasn't like packed full of people. It's a pretty big space. Um, for me, though, Kyoto is a really important place to do ryokan, mm-hmm. traditional Japanese uh, hotel. Really which I exciting.
1: haven't
0: done yet I've not done a proper one I've just done like the budget kind of ghetto ones you know yeah. but they'll run you if you're there prime time on a weekend a normal average run is going to run you $350 to $450 a night and it can be hard to swallow because like you're going to expect like five star hotel you know but they're like really old and some of them even have like shared bathrooms and stuff Like, you imagine paying $400 and sharing a bathroom with someone the reason you do it is like the service, the food is all included, it's all inclusive. Yeah. It's like a super high level meal that you get on uh, the onsen there are really, really nice too usually. So yeah, the, I think if you're going to do a ryokan, you can do like $100 ryokan, so know your budget. But if you are going to splurge somewhere on your trip, I would say doing a ryokan in Kyoto is definitely one to do. I'm looking up the name of that area by the monkeys and stuff, it's on the tip of my tongue. It starts with an A. It's killing me because it's such a common place. Maybe uh, if you search monkey park, oh, 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 yeah. I, I didn't need to find it. Just Arashiyama is the name. Arashiyama. That's the nature area Matt was talking about. Yeah. So for me on my trip, I'd say like you do three three nights there. So I got seven nights in Tokyo, three nights in Kyoto. That's ten. One night in Osaka. Um. I would say here's my dark my dark horse. Is if you're into the idea of onsen So some people are really against it And it's foreign to them So if you're not Just skip this one That's the Japanese spa For yeah. those of you that You get a no naked the spa in the back uh, I think one of the coolest onsen towns that no We one has, have an episode on onsen as well We do, we do okay. Now a lot of people talk about this one It's called Kinosaki And it's in northern Hyogo It's about two hours outside of Kobe um, And it's like be- beautiful Like it's, There's somewhere like 10 or 15 onsen there And if you stay at one of the onsen, the ryokan I was just talking about there, they give you like a special yukata you can wear around. And you get to go to like all the, it's like a pass to go to all the other onsen. So you just like go in and dip in for, you know, 20, 30 minutes. And then you go out and you walk around and you get your Japanese sandals. And it's like got the bridges over the water. And it's a little far north, so it snows up there. And they have nice Sakura. And it's crazy picturesque. like looks like a samurai movie, you know? Yeah. It's just like this little romantic onsen town. I've also not been, but it's because my wife, I want to go there with my wife, right? But she has a lot of tattoos. So if you don't know, uh, tattoos can be a lot of onsen, uh, not allowed. So she doesn't want to go for that reason. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm dying to go. I just got to find the right person to go with. Um, so I would say do that for like one night if you want to off the beaten path. And on my trip, you still have about two more days left. I would tell you to either go to two places. One is Fukuoka, which is Matt's uh, primarily is her favorite place in Japan, right? Yeah, she, still, she loves our, it there. She really
1: yeah had a great time there.
0: I was there for one night on business and didn't really get to see the whole place, but everyone talks about it's a strong culture. Uh, it's even they say like more extreme than Osaka and that people are really brash and blunt there. It's known for street food as well, but more like ramen. Uh, like they don't pork style ramens from down there. There's like these little stalls on our river. They're very romantic and picturesque. And I just, uh, you know, I'm into like... Or clothes and records, and like when I'm searching those, a lot of like cool looking shops come up in Fukuoka actually. Yeah, yeah,
1: a lot of like artists, like musicians, and stuff are coming
0: from Fukuoka right now. So I yeah. think it's like an up kind and coming of a hot spot, yeah, up and it's coming on place. The water as well. So there's some like beaches, it's like a city with beaches, which is never like the best beaches, but they, they have a beach if that's what you're into. It's known for tiny architecture,
1: like they have yeah. these little special homes that are oh, okay. and businesses that are like these little triangle homes. That I know exactly what you're thinking about, but I didn't know Fukuoka was known for that.
0: That's yeah. Cool. So if you like, it's gonna be that's gonna be the warmest climate of anywhere you've been. So if you like maybe warm climates and stuff, you just kind of want a smaller city. Otherwise, I would tell you to go to Sapporo. Um, for that's up days. north. Yeah. So that's on a different island called Hokkaido. You'd either kind of want to choose. I think at that point. Can you take the Sh- Shinkansen from Tokyo to get there? So yeah, this is what I want to talk about. So you kind of have to design your trip around this. If you're gonna do Sapporo, you can either do a flight from. I would say out of Osaka at that point in your trip. Although my, my trip's the reverse order, right? So uh, you'd be flying out of Tokyo on my trip. Um, so you, part of the reason I designed Tokyo at the end is if you want to do Sapporo. There is a train now that goes from Tokyo to Sapporo. It just opened last year. Um, I don't know if it's part of the JR Pass because I looked at it from if I wanted, because I hate flying, I'm afraid of flying. If I wanted to go from Kobe to Sapporo by train, it was going to be like a $750 round trip. Mm. So I don't know if it's some like really expensive plane, train. I think it's Shinkansen though. So I would want to say you can take the JR Pass up to Sapporo. Um, that's something you could check out on your own. Yeah, Sapporo is all, it's all new, that's why, sorry. Yeah. It's, it's gonna be like really wide open space. People say it reminds them a lot of North America. There's like big wide rows. There's snow there a lot if you're there in winter. If you go in February, there's this big snow festival where there's like awesome sculptures and stuff made out of snow. Really good seafood if you're into that. And uh, just like a kind of city that's not crowded um and everyone who goes just always has a great time awesome skiing and snowboarding yeah i've heard amazing stuff but i just haven't had a chance to go awesome if if you're like really into skiing and snowboarding you come here in the winter nagano is another place you might want to consider so you could maybe swap out kinosaki for nagano um yeah it's like a really good kind of mountain town the winter olympics don't quote me i think we're there um way back when um so yeah, Okinawa is another place you could throw in there at some point, definitely would require a plane. But uh, Peach Airlines, if you're going to have to do any air travel in Japan, uh, I'd recommend Peach. Uh, they're new. They took flights that used to be like 400 or $500 in Japan, down to like $100. So you can go to Okinawa for 100 bucks or Sapporo from mainland Japan for 100 bucks now, uh, which is pretty nice. I will say traveling in Japan is expensive within the country. Uh, sometimes I'm just like, man, I could go to another country for the same price, you know? Yeah, but they just do it so well. It's so convenient. Shinkansen is so relaxing. Oh, the Shinkansen so. is
1: so comfortable. I mean, that's why I mean, it's kind of going back around We're circling back around. But that rail pass, man, it, it, we can't we can't purchase that. Yeah, you, you have know, to be if a, you're a resident you know, a in Japan, you have to be a tourist. So, but I recommend it to everybody that like my brother's thinking about coming out and mm-hmm. visiting. And I told him, you know, the first thing you need to do is like invest in that rail pass because that'll get you, it could, really, you could go anywhere. Yeah. And you could change your, your plans on a, on a dime. And having that that is, I'd say, the key to having a successful trip in Japan. <laughs> Saving some money, yeah. yeah. It gives I you like you a could, freedom. You could get, you know, seven days and then um, spend all your seven days in Tokyo just walking around and stuff and then use your pass to go through, you know, Kanza and stuff really if you're in Tokyo you don't need to go anywhere much I mean you take the train you know every day to like one neighborhood and then you could spend a whole day there but um but when you get to Kansai you are gonna need to use the pass to get like go long distances so Mm. um but then then again when you get to Osaka uh there's a lot of private lines that you can't use the pass at so you know you use caution and plan ahead
0: yeah but really frugal a lot of times you can take the uh JR, it just takes a little longer, you know. Yeah, so if you're being frugal, you can make it work, you know. Sure, and
1: you could also use it on buses as oh, well. So uh, JR buses um, will also accept the the rail pass. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a, for me that's the biggest investment, but it's also the most. I mean, your over is probably going to be the biggest investment,
0: but uh, the rail pass is a worthy investment. It's something you should do. One more thing I think we have to hit on with this episode is what time of year do you come to Japan? Ideally, oh, man, I would say springtime would be the best. Um, that would be May, April. Um, you know, if you hate crowds, though, that is the most crowded time. It is the most crowded. Sakura time. blossoms are going on, so yeah.
1: But I mean, it's such a for me, it's such a magical time of the year where like. People are in the best mood and the weather is the best, you know. People are.
0: People are pretty happy though. Japan
1: is a very humid place in the summertime mm-hmm. and very, very cold,
0: like frigid cold in the winter, so, Obviously you know. Obviously it's not, for, for me, it's relative, right? It's not that cold in the winter. I was thinking like yesterday. No. Two days ago was a really cold day, right? Yeah. And I was like, man, it must be, on Fahrenheit scale, it must be like... 20s or 30 today it was like 45 and i was like what how is this <laughs> like, this is the coldest day of the year and it's like 40 40 or 41 um i think where very, we Fahrenheit are in kansai is
1: not so bad and i think this year has been particularly mild yeah, yeah. because uh, usually around this time of the year i'm cold
0: you agree summer is
1: number one season to avoid though
0: right oh yeah whatever summer, you do don't come don't in the come in the summer fall is Especially pretty nice august september are the two worst months to come i would say august september then january february those are the last months you really come to Japan. Yeah. Spring, fall, easily the best. I just, I, I like fall. I like it a little bit colder. I like wearing jackets and stuff like that. Flights will be cheaper, a lot cheaper too. On those
1: offices yeah, yeah. that we yeah. mentioned. Well, that, fall time, fall is cheaper than uh, spring. spring. Spring is like the craziest time of the year. Avoid golden wheat yeah look it up it changes every year golden Uh, week's a
0: big holiday here in japan yeah you don't want to travel on japanese holidays so make sure look up like a japanese calendar when you're coming they typically they call them red days they typically mark the japanese holidays as red days yeah yeah just avoid all those if if you come on golden week there's no
1: guarantee you'll get the shinkansen when you need it oh man and um i've seen some nasty
0: i've been on nasty shinkansen people standing and it's horrible yeah yeah you don't want to be in that yeah so
1: take our advice Mm. skip golden week (laughs) it probably doesn't uh equate to your vacations you, wherever you are in the world anyway so yeah it's pretty
0: unique to japan Any, and korea maybe yeah so <laughs> spring fall avoid summer winter uh anything else you want to say uh, just go back in our archives
1: you know and check out like the the episodes we've done on tokyo kyoto Osaka.
0: you know there's a whole bunch of them really check our website look in the podcast app show notes which i a link there yeah oh do we'll put the work in and link back to a lot of those because if you want the details you know we do like hour long hour and a half long talks of cities and where to go and instant shop names restaurant names yeah so, and, yeah. and if, you,
1: if you ever have anything that you want you're interested in like let's say you're interested we talk about records or we talk about you know like comic books or something whatever whatever it is that you're interested in you could always write us, you know, on Instagram or Facebook or um, on Twitter, yeah. and we'll get back to you. Like, a lot of people yeah. have been writing to us, yeah. and yeah. we've been getting back to we like it, almost man.
0: everybody. I yeah. had a guy write me the other day about, uh, in the undercover episode, I talked about how like, punk clothes shouldn't be expensive, and he kind of challenged that idea, and we talked about it for like, the next like, four days in a row, you know, like, very friendly, like, it's awesome. Yeah. So I like questions, I like, you know, it doesn't have to always be agreement, you know, if there's something you disagree with. Um, it was really fun to talk about why, you know, so that guy's great. Yeah, and I watched all his YouTube channel and I watched all those. So, yeah, make, you know, friend, friendships out of it or you know, maybe even collaborate, you know, on certain things too. If you write you us and you ask us, like,
1: what's our favorite venue in Osaka, you know, or what's your favorite, you know, uh, restaurant, you know, in Tokyo, you know, I mean, we'll definitely get back to you and tell you, you know, give you some recommendations.
0: So, yeah. you know, don't be a stranger. Feel free to write us. Yeah, yeah. Alright, I was on my phone for a bit there because I, I think this will be like a kind of popular episode, or one that people will want to see a lot. So I want to have a really good song because I, I got the best song. Okay. But
1: social media. Yeah, before that, we'll, we'll tell you where you, you can find us. We're all over the internet. We're at uh, Japan 2.0, spell out point. And uh, we're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, and please rate us on iTunes. I know a lot of you out there have been listening and we have a lot of communication with you guys but not we'd a lot of with, not a lot of five-star
0: reviews to go the extra step yeah. and would a lot for
1: us and you know 2019's yeah. our year man we're That's gonna right. we're gonna come up in the world so um, yeah we, we just want people to be able to find this
0: podcast if they're interested in Japanese. Matt culture. and i aren't the best at technology so give us all the help you can i think uh, a lot of people use itunes or apple centric and you know the w- when those pop up first that helps because we're not doing all the, the tags and the what are all those? Specific, the, I don't know, I don't even know what they're called uh, metadata not, and all. Now we're
1: doing the metadata, well, of kind, it, yeah. Kind of t- I'm a, sure there's some better a, way to do it than we're not doing it, but well, you know, it's just you know, we, we like hearing from you guys, so you know, the review is interesting for us, and we want to know how to we can improve, yeah. you know, and so. Um, you know, but if you like us, we want more people to be able to find it. So um, please, you know, rate us on whatever podcast service you use. And um, yeah, and you song have a great song. Show. This
0: is one I've been keeping secret. Uh-oh. I only found out about, about eight months ago. And it was one of those things that just keeps you want to keep digging. Because like, man, I've been in Japan and Japanese music for like 20 years now. And like, how has this been out there? And I've never found it. And it's this, this group called the Yamasuki Singers. It's actually a French release, so I don't know if this is like Japanese people who are living out in France who got together to record this, or if it's like a French person who's like the director. But it's like all these people together, and it's like this funk, R&B, soul, mixed with like traditional Japanese music. It sounds very like 60s, 70s, I don't know when it actually came out though. It's on vinyl, and I was searching, and I could only find one place that had it left. It sold out everywhere. There was like a repress like three or four years ago. And uh, it was like from Europe, you know, somewhere where the exchange rate was really horrible. It was going to run me like 70, 80 bucks, and I had a month where I spent a lot of money. I was so close to pressing send, but I just, I didn't do it. I put my whole address in and everything, which is a hassle in Japan. Yeah. It's just the most... Oh man Every song on the album There's like 15 songs Are awesome So I, actually I don't know They're all Japanese names I don't know which one I'm gonna choose um, So I'll have to like Go sit Maybe, maybe Yamasuki I think the first song Is one of the best ones On there um, But It's incredible There's a TV show A YouTube series That we really really like Do you know the name of the one Where they focus on like An artist and they Oh sh- yeah Show you your favorite taco, name taco, taco Taco But they changed the name it's I can't yeah, I've, I think it's Ari Bell and. But you can look. It's ta- a French taco. Taco is easier. T O C O. T O C O. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. I put them up on Instagram once before, but yeah, one of there's a female artist on there. She made a animated um, rotoscope music video for this group, and that's how I actually found out about them. Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah, if I go the extra mile, I'll link that. But maybe I won't. You can look it up. Uh, but yeah, this is like deep cut secret I shouldn't share, but. I love you, so I'm sharing, sharing it with the world. Hey, anything for our listeners, right? That's right. Anyway, uh, enjoy the Yamatsuki Singers and jam out. Uh, Alright, from Japan 2.0. Peace. See ya.